This is the Sons of Roger podcast. Why the Sons of Roger? Because we all have something in common. We're all brothers. And our father's name is not Messiah. It's Roger. It's Roger. <laughs> That's my favourite part. It's, it's Roger. Roger. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sons of Roger episode six, I think. Uh, five. Episode five. five. Episode five. Oh, that was embarrassing. But still, five. That's a bit of traction. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Jack, Ryan, Daniel. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Feeling good. Uh, special shout out, right, to Ryan. Happy birthday for yesterday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Another year older. Ryan is now 20. No longer a teenager. One year older, one year wiser. Um, no longer a teenager. Into the third decade of your life. That's it. Ryan, how would you how would you summarize this last year of your life? Well, it has been spent in both Russia and Ukraine in an apartment. Um, but no, it's, it's been great. It's been transformational. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> love a good, love a good big word. Very good. Um, well, I have been chosen as the host. We we started out by each taking a turn at being the host. And I think since it's most embarrassing to be speaking the longest, the boys have just been like, yeah, you do it, Sam. <laughs> so cheers, appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but in any case, I'm excited, we're excited. Let's get the show on the road. Um, it is Sunday, the 16th of May, and we're gonna start, guess what guys? We finally have jingles, so we're gonna start with a cheeky jing- with a cheeky segment from Ryan. What's new in the church this week? Yes. Ooh, the first <laughs> first wow. ever jingle. First jingle by the birthday boy. Here we go. <laughs> Cute. No, yeah. So, in this little segment, we're gonna have a little look into the church news, which is good. Did any of you actually read um, this this article about how the church has helped the people in Brazil? No. 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 All right. Let me let me tell you a little quick brief summary. So on Friday, May 14th, the church announced plans to provide 5.8 million worth pound million dollars mm. uh, worth of oxygen in the Amazon region, medical supplies to hospitals across the nation and enough food to feed about a million Brazilians. <laughs> yeah, a million Brazilians. A million Brazilians. <laughs> a million Brazilians. That's that's wonderful. Nice. So yeah, and and then it goes on, um, and in total, there the church are providing three hundred and twenty thousand food baskets. So um, I presume is this COVID relief? Yes, I believe so. But then mm-hmm. this is this is the reason I wanted to show this uh, to share this little document because it's actually it's actually very inspiring to see uh, the church leaders and what they've done. So they they met with um, the mayor of Salvador. In Brazil, which is obviously a place I've never been. But... <laughs> El Salvador. Oh wait, in Brazil, not El no, Salvador. Not El Salvador, okay. but the Thanks mayor of the Salvador. Clarification there, though, Ryan. It is obviously a place. <laughs> 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 well said. Is that? <laughs> um, but they met with the mayor, and they they actually shared with him the fact that we're going to have a temple in in Salvador. So in his city, the church is built is. The, there are plans for wait was that like temple. a new announcement or well no, that was already announced i think it's been previously previously announced but they shared with the mayor that uh, same church the mayor would already know maybe he did well yeah yeah 
If it was good mayor, it'd probably, <laughs> but this, well, probably this, be aware. This is, this is what the mayor says, actually. So the, the church leaders shared with him some photos of temples and, and shared with him that this temple was being built. Maybe he already knew. I don't know. Um, and this is what the mayor said. A construction like this will create jobs and make our city even more beautiful. I'm happy that a temple like this will be built here. Hmm. So, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice little read just to to see what's going on. It's cool that... Uh, Very nice. Heavenly Father, we speak about the creation last week. Heavenly Father created things to beautify the earth. And it's nice that the church are carrying on that work in temples. And that's a word that a political leader, the mayor of Salvador, decided to use that it would make it more beautiful. And so it's kind of cool that the things that we're creating as a church are beautifying the earth even more. It's kind of nice. The temple. I like that he he added in. (laughs) What was I done? (laughs) He said the temple, myself. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike Ryan's comment last week. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what was his comment last week? What did you say? It was hilarious. Like, oh yeah, God spent like a good lunch, like on his lunch break or something. (laughs) Created me, so good. I like that he uh, he added in the fact that um, this will add jobs to our economy. Like, good job, Mm -hmm. mayor. Good politician. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But as I as I was thinking about this, just to round off this little segment, and we'll move on to the to the nitty gritty of the podcast. Um, I was thinking about how we can we can be a place of refuge for the people around us. So the churches come in and, pre- and all these millions of dollars that we, we're able to help to, to fund and to support, you know, we don't need millions of, of, of dollars personally to be a place of refuge and to support those around us. And I was thinking about that here in Eastern Ukraine, there's a war going on. Um, lots of, lots of members have come out of those cities where the, where the war is happening and, you know they're around. They're in our, our wards, refuge. our branches. How can we be a place of refuge? How can we be a place of Zion hmm. for those that need that help? So that concludes the first Wait, episode I have a question, of this podcast. Though. Actually, we've not done this. I have a, Go on, just, Jack. He said, "Sorry, I can't get this out." It was a beautiful thought there, but I'm just going back to the fact that the mayor said it creates jobs. Isn't everything in the temple like <laughs> volunteer, voluntarily done by members? Not the construction. Well, no, oh yeah, the construction. even the construction though. The church would have employed them, right? Right. So maybe you didn't quite understand, but maybe it will increase like the tourism, like slash pe- visitors, which then yeah. subsequently could. Cre- I was just interested, like how would it create more jobs? Because we don't employ people to, like we don't pay people to run the, the temples. Maybe the mayor came up with that statement on his lunch break as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, nicely done, Ryan. Very, very nice. Well, we, uh, uh, well, here, here, here we go. This is a bit of a, uh, the, well, what's the word? Could cause a bit of a ruckus, uh, this next segment. Uh-oh. Some opinions are widely shared and accepted. Others, not so much. Here's this week's unpopular opinion. I love that jingle. It sounds to me like some kid has like got up from his family in the middle of a sacred meeting, like or like while the hymn is going, ran to the organist and just like starts playing on like the high keys, just like stamping his fingers on the on the high keys. Which is actually kind of good because this segment is supposed to be somewhat rebellious while obviously keeping it uh in, in the boundaries, in bounds. Mm-hmm. Um the whole point of this, so it's called out of box. unpopular out of box opinion. In the fence. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Um, it's called Unpopular Opinion, and it could get a little bit more unpopular uh, than one, the one I'm going to share this week. Hopefully this isn't too crazy. This is, this is more thinking about the doctrine. You know, this week we're talking about the Holy Ghost and what's maybe an unpopular opinion or something that uh, I believe that I believe a lot of people don't believe or see it in that way. And maybe it's going to get a little bit um, more controversial is the word I was looking for earlier. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, maybe we'll get more controversial in weeks to come, but this one we're just going to keep it nice and nice and uh, nice and simple, basically. Mellow. When it comes to the spirit, right? This is my unpopular opinion. What do you guys think? Love and the spirit is the same thing. Now, I'm not saying that I completely believe this. I'm saying that this is like something that I've been thinking about and mulling over this week as I've been thinking about the Holy Ghost. In almost every case. Isn't love and the Holy Ghost just the exact same thing? Well, the the unpopular opinion, the silence of the unpopular opinion. It's interesting. It's blown my mind, and you'll know why it's blown my mind when I do my segment. I'll I'll leave that there. Um, But in a way, yes, but I'm just trying to think if surely there's an example where something that's well, it's always done out of love, but... Okay, like kneeling across from the altar of the temple with my wife when I got sealed with Jade, right? Right, so you'd say you felt the spirit? Obviously, I felt like that's like one of the moments where I felt the most love for another human being. Okay. But does it really feel that different to <laughs> how the Holy Ghost feels? What was that, Dan? I just said whatever. I just said whatever. Oh, <laughs> why? He, he, he was offended that you didn't love him as much as, as you love Jade. And I said, you can't really compete with that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Love you, Dan. I love you so much, man. Not as much as Jade. Yeah, not as much yeah, as, much no, as Sam, Jade. I, Sam, I want to I run with you on this thought. I like it. I'm. Oh, my opinion's that, becoming more popular. You, yeah, well, if you think about it, though, because every time we feel the spirit, that's a manifestation of the love that Heavenly Father has for us. Yeah. So... Yeah, the yeah, step I, the step to God's love isn't too far. Like the Holy Ghost to God's love, I think everyone kind of thinks that that's pretty synonymous. Mm. Yeah. So what's controversial about it, Sam? Well, if you say, I think, and, and it's not supposed to be controversial. Like I was saying, this week probably isn't controversial. It's just more mm. of an opinion that I don't think everyone holds. We can get more controversial as we go, but uh, surely, surely circumstances where most people would say love is different from the Holy Ghost. And I think when I when I think about Holy Ghost and love being the exact same thing it helps me understand the Holy Ghost better um, and so I guess the, uh, the unpopular opinion is it would be a lot easier to understand the Holy Ghost if you just said well it's the same thing as love because I think everybody mm. kind of gets what that is mm. do you think that adds to or takes away from the idea of the spirit though hmm. to, like there must be only add love I mean, okay, so when we talk about the spirit, though, it's really important in our faith because it's a, it's a separate person. He is a separate personage, you know, with the appearance, right? Although he doesn't have a body of flesh and boats, like he has, like he's a, he's a being, right? Yeah. And so then to call it love would be to almost dissolve that. And it's just like this force, right? So like why is there a difference even though what the holy ghost conveys is a message of love um why is it then not just called okay yeah i like that 
I like that. And I think that's how we, we can kind of dissect this whole thought by kind of picking holes in it. But I would say that the personage of the Holy Ghost, you know, we believe in um, a three-member Godhead who are distinct beings, different from each other, but, but one in purpose, Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. But I would differentiate the feelings of the Holy Ghost and how we feel the Holy Ghost different from the personage of the Holy Ghost. So I wouldn't just say that the Holy Ghost, well, we'll, we'll cancel that. That's just love. I would just say that the way that we feel it and the way that the Holy Ghost communicates with us is the same as love. And when we say love, maybe that's just the world's way of describing the Holy Ghost. Mm. So let me let me ask here then, if you think about oh, please do. Corinthians 5, <laughs> it talks about the fruits of the Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in there, we learn that one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if we're saying that the Spirit is love and that there's not like way to differ differentiate that then what's the point of a fruit of the spirit so is love being the spirit is that an input or an output well you could say that we act the fruit of the, the fruit of the spirit is saying the fruit of the personage of the holy ghost right and the way that the way that we uh interact with the holy ghost are these different fruits such as love right interesting so Dad, when... any thoughts Uh, not really. <laughs> Fair enough. Sort of taking the back seat here. I, I agree with, with both sides of this argument. Well, not argument, but... Discussion. You know, discussion, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do you guys stand on it? Do you Are you with me or are you against I, me? I'm with you. I think, I think love goes hand in hand. I don't think it... It might not be the same thing, but I think it goes hand in hand. Summarise yeah. it. One more time. Give me give me your, your hypotheses. Well, well said. One more time. And I'll tell you. Okay, when when we say that we feel the Holy Ghost, or mm -hmm. uh, and then in other times where we say we can feel love, it's, it's the, same, the thing. same thing. We're feeling the same thing. Okay, when you put it like that, I 100% agree. Hmm. No, I 50%. I think that... I don't think I... I 50% <laughs> agree. I 50% agree, because... Most passive-aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pacifist. Um, I still love you, yeah. But I don't agree fully because there's, as Ryan's point about First Corinthians 5 and the fruits of the Spirit, I think love and that feeling of love is just one of the many fruits of the Spirit. And so I think he's not, it's not just love that he communicates. There's, there's other things as well. Yeah. But then, okay, so I'm going to say yes, I agree. Because I think, I think love is something that you should abound in all the time. And I agree because we, we know from the sacrament that the Spirit is to be with you all the time. I, I think that we should always try to have love in our hearts. And so it all mixes into one. What I was going to say, though, is that if you look at the other fruits of the Spirit, which is not what we're talking about, but if you think about peace and you think about all these things, I've felt the Spirit a lot of times when somebody would say, maybe I don't feel the love because, for example, Heavenly Father's chastising me. He's absolutely wrecking me, <laughs> but I can still feel the love that Heavenly Father has for me in that moment of whatever so i think it all depends on the person and what they're seeking if they're seeking to not be loved by god and just be chastised they'll probably feel that but if they're seeking to see the love of god through the chastisement there's love in the spirit nice yeah i think uh i just had this thought that uh whenever i feel the spirit i always feel love but whenever i feel love i don't always feel the spirit you don't have to feel the spirit oh i like that and this yeah that's that's good and I think Thanks. Also, no, it's really good. Really good that. Um, <laughs> something else. Pat on my back. Yeah, pat on your. 
there has to be a differentiation in like there's different kinds of love right so like the love that you felt for jade or that you sorry that you feel for jade felt for jade over the altar i guess that was kind of the spirit but like romantic love like the spirit doesn't speak to me in romantic love right so there has to be some kind of like definition what kind of love are we talking about like a love that god has for us yes for sure but like me loving somebody is not the same as feeling the holy spirit shouldn't it be the same though yeah oh. no, I no i don't think so oh get him right get right no i don't think right. <laughs> unless my brain you can you can fix but i don't think that i should feel like heavenly father romantically loves me it's a different kind of feeling what even is romanticism was, was then, is romantisch? <laughs> it's quite German. <laughs> Cheers. Wait, Thank okay, you. explain that. Like, how should it be the same? Like, well, okay, <laughs> I don't think I've ever really experienced full romantic, you know, love. Oh. Like, between man and wife, I've never been married, right? Um, but I have oh, experienced the love of God. Enough. But Sam, like, how is that similar? How, what, well, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the, the love that I feel for Jade is very similar to how I feel when I feel God's love. Um, in fact... Similar or the same, Sam? Well, I, yeah, my argument is it's the same. So... Wow. Uh, there you go. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not willing to 100% own this idea yet. I still yeah, want I was to create say, a bit of distance I, between I me and I don't think that that's idea. the same love. I take Jack's side yeah. with, with different types of love. Can you describe it, though? Because like, when I've really felt the most love for Jade, I feel like I can see her as God sees her. Can you describe like, is love? It's obviously the spirit. And okay, well, yeah, maybe you can't. I can't. So maybe that's why. Is, that's why we will never have the answer to this. I don't know. Yeah, the other detached is physical intimacy. Like that's something that the spirit has no like. For me, do you really want to go down that? that well, that, no, but that uh, is a huge. That's that is actually <laughs> the stem of my argument, right? Is that right. that love for, between you and man and wife? Then you know an expression of that is physical being physically intimate with each other but i don't have that with the spirit what the heck there's no shit like there's there's a there's a big difference yeah. there well there's some people yeah, but that, that will come there's some people who i would probably say are kind of weird who would say that if you're doing something during those moments and you can't feel the holy ghost you're doing it anyway i'm not going to keep going down that road oh, yeah <laughs> go on don't right interesting though it, very uh, interesting thought-provoking conversation okay go on jack he's finished go on okay i i was just gonna say that you're the spirit is evolving the way that i feel the spirit the way that i connect i connect with the spirit is always evolving so as that that point in my life comes where you're married and you can have physical intimacy then that will also like that will also change the way that I feel the spirit. I think so that's situational. It's ongoing. So we're both like we're all yeah. correct. I'm I'm right in saying no, it's not the same because I'm not in that that boat that Sam is in. Uh, but Sam and other married people will be like, no, it is the same, and and you'll figure that out. But right now, it's not the same. Like I can't imagine that it's the same for me. Well, do let us know if you're listening to this and thinking you guys are idiots, yeah. which you probably are by default. Which is fine. Um, let us know. We are. Shameless plug. Shameless plug coming up. At sons dot of dot Roger, let us know. Give us a slide <laughs> into the DMs, mate. Slide into the DMs and let us know, because uh, I think, and this is true with all of this, as we have these um, conversations that are deep. Like we, we intentionally are trying to explore things that we don't have the full answer for, and just four boys who have had almost the exact same upbringing are probably not going to find the answer to those questions. Yeah. So 
we'd love to hear from you on thoughts that that we bring up during these podcasts anyway on to the next one as jay-z says um (laughs) daniel spores who actually doesn't really like being called Daniel, if you uh, would like to know. Unless you're me, right? You like it when I call you Daniel? Nope. Okay. <laughs> questions from a listener. Well, this week on questions from a listener, uh, I asked our listeners on sons.of.roger on Instagram, do you have any questions about the spirit? I received uh, a few answers, so thank you very much to those who answered. Um, but I want to start with uh, a question that I don't know the answer to, and I'm going to look to my older brothers for an answer. It says, how do I know it's the spirit speaking to me and not just my own thoughts? Mm-hmm. Do you actually have any thoughts on that, Dan, or not at all? Uh, honestly, I have the same question. I don't know when I'm speaking to myself because I think the spirit speaks through me, through my head. Maybe I'm speaking that, and that is the spirit, mm-hmm. but I don't know mm-hmm. the full answer. This is, is this not like the the crowning jewel of all questions when it comes to the spirit in my opinion it's like one that is on everybody's lips especially on like the face-to-face events i feel like that question gets asked every time which shows how important it is and how many people have that question as well like what a great question yeah and it's it is genuinely really important to know because um if you go away from the church and from the the belief in god or a spirit um you know you basically just attribute all these good feelings that we call the spirit just to your own thoughts and that actually can check out right like if you choose to believe that then that will stand true for you and you can make yourself think slash believe that there is no higher influence it's all just conditioning to being brought up the way that you are um biases you know all these sorts of things so it's quite this is a really interesting topic yeah and the the reason for me sorry the, the reason why this is so important is everything depends on it. You know the Stand Forever mm. talk by Lawrence uh, Corbridge, mm-hmm. who are you? Fantastic talk. Jack, you recommended this to me. And, and Sam, you recommended he... it to me. Oh, uh, the hold on. Let's correct this for a sec. I think it's from The Way, which is in General Conference, which gives even more weight by the same person. I think you... Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, and he says every... Like every good thing depends on getting and keeping the spirit in your life. Yeah. And and I've seen that definitely prevalent present prevalent? Yeah. Um in my life, especially as a missionary, going about and every constant thought is what's the spirit telling me to do? What do I need to be doing? Where do I need to be? Who do I need to be with? How do I need to be speaking, acting? And it yeah, it's interesting. I, Mum and I were having a very good conversation the other the other week about how just this this beautiful feeling of always having the spirit just constantly with you, just nudging you and prompting you. And so Dan, and to to uh, the person that asked the question, what's the difference? Honestly, there's not much of a big difference. And for me, as long as we're keeping our covenants, which a baptism we promised and we renew it every week at. Uh, at the sacrament table, as long as we're keeping our covenants and as long as we're pure and we're striving to do the right thing, I've found that my thoughts are what the Spirit is asking me to do. It's just asking me to act. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is uh, true. I agree with what Ryan said. Um, but... 
there should be <laughs> there should be a a refining comment which I'll a caveat. I, think, I believe anyway that I that I'll add, which is um not every thought that comes to you is gonna be from the spirit. Um yeah. th- we have different we have different different thoughts. Now um in this week's Come Follow Me reading, I think there's a fantastic answer to this question and to this way of thinking that us boys are presenting, um, which is that there isn't much of a difference like the spirit does speak to you through your head exactly how Dan said like through your thoughts and through your you know how you're being brought up and you know things like that and in verse um, 23 and 24 of section 50 it says and that which doth not edify is not of God and is darkness that which is of God is light and he that receiveth light and continueth in God receiveth more light and that light groweth brighter and brighter until the perfect day and what I think is you know that it's from God, otherwise the Spirit, because the Spirit is the 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 communicator, the one that brings that message to you. Um, you know it, that it's from a heavenly source. If it edifies, what does edify mean? If it brings, if it stimulates good thoughts, positive energy, you feel. And and honestly, you have a choice to make. Either you can decide to believe. Now that's just like a good feeling. Or you can say that's from God, and from my experience and from my testimony is, is that, um, tr- truly, I am not my own, and truly I did not do anything to deserve this body and the emotions and, and things that it receives, um, mm. and I attribute it all, um, even even the bad, to to God and what I mean by that is a, a part of the plan of salvation is suffering and difficulty and imperfection right and so it's what's difficult is finding the um, accountability slash also praising the right thing like should I praise myself if I have good thoughts or should I praise God and what like do you just cut me out of the equation like do you do you get like where I'm going with that like what can kind are, you of trying, are you saying like when when you have good thoughts like who should I attribute those thoughts to so I know that for for some people, um, for those that don't believe that the spirit is the source of maybe good thoughts, mm. what they don't like about that is that um, it can be like self-deprivating. It's like yeah, you it didn't takes do it away that. from them. It's not they can never like do you never good. do anything good. It's never you. It's always God. Yeah, and and I think. Um, Heavenly Father says this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased and I think Heavenly Father does have satisfaction in us making the right decisions and we should also feel that as well but the danger yeah. is with this mindset of thinking okay everything that's good comes from God is like well I, I did pretty much nothing then um, right okay can I can I come in here yeah because I think and by the way Ryan can... Elder Spore has just got out of his scriptures we just saw him on, on zoom and uh, <laughs> so he's got his scriptures ready it's also to, he loves so. he loves big print scriptures a uh, little fact for you guys. Mm. He likes the old yeah. granddad scriptures. Yeah, they're coming. They're, they're on, coming carry on. on order. Please they're, teach they're us. It's supposed to be a birthday present, but they've got oh, the that's sad. Pity. That's sad. Oh. Yeah. Okay, but what I was going to say to Jack, what your point? Your point is extremely valid and very important. But but what I say to it is <laughs> yeah, but what I, there? No, there isn't a but. What you said is com- completely true. Although, no, that's the same as but. <laughs> Go on. It's, it's, import, it's important for us to realize who we are then. If, if yeah. we're saying that the, 
that it's not like the credit then doesn't stay with us. In fact, we're spiritual beings in a mortal existence. So the credit is us. Anytime the spirit yeah. comes, it is it is down to us because that's what our spirit is longing to connect to. It's, it's longing to latch on to another piece of goodness. The scripture you, re you read, when you receive light and you continue, you continue in the lightness. You continue to grow. And yeah. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Um, and, and if you have your identity as a child of God, then you don't mind giving that that credit um, away from you and once you've really been converted I don't think you even think about that kind of thing but that makes total sense as to why somebody who is still questioning these things um, or people who have known before and are coming back um, like yeah of course they're going to be questioning those kind of things I have a few thoughts I'd like to hear what you guys think about them the, f the first is Elder Bednar teaches expanding on a scripture of Moroni that says that anything that inviteth or enticeth to do good is of God and what he means by that is if you have a thought and it's good and it agrees with the gospel, then it's from God. Like it's, it's from the spirit, whether, whether you received it as a vision or in a dream, or if you just thought it like I'm thinking about what the next thing to say right now, if it agrees with the gospel, then it's good. And it comes from God. Can so I, can therefore, I ask a question? can I ask a question just really quickly on that, Sam, is it God. from God or is it from the spirit or is it just a thought that doesn't contradict with it it's just in line with it therefore it can be confirmed or like yeah yeah i, I think that's the difference your, your question your question is is it from god or is it of god yes and obviously if if it's a good thought and it agrees with the gospel it's of god whether it's from god or not exactly fortunately we do have the ability to pray and and confirm that um i also think it doesn't really matter whether it's from God directly or if it's of God. The only thing that um, would matter maybe is if it, if some people would now question, well, how does that play with my agency if it's from God, if he's given me that? Like, how did I choose that? Oh, that's a, yeah, that, that's even deeper, which we can go to if you want, but I think it, it I think that's why I'm just saying it might matter. Without getting deeper. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, my, what, the next thing then is in order to know whether that thought is of God, you need to know the gospel well. Right. Which is why when we're searching for conversion, we're, we're invited to read the scriptures and we're invited to pray because as we do those things and go to church, we start building a knowledge of the gospel and then we can judge by our ideas seemingly or our thoughts, whether they're of God or not. So that's kind of, that puts an emphasis mm. on study. I have a few more thoughts, but go on, right? Yeah, that, no, you just, you just, exactly to my mind about that, that study thing. Why on earth do we, are we commanded to read the scriptures every single day? It's because I don't, I, yes, we have the ability and and the responsibility to re be receiving revelation every day, mm. personal personal revelation, following the prophet, all these things. But I remember there was a point in my mission where I was like, okay, I'm I'm getting I'm getting good at this revelation thing, and and I I, I wasn't or like it just there's so much more still to go. But you start to see the spirit working on you, and you start to see that this process is working, that you can receive revelation, and as you act on that revelation things happen and the work of God does work. So then I realized I was like, yeah, I've got to keep, keep going every single day. You know, I was on my knees. I was, how do I, Heavenly Father, what do you need me to do? And I got a real slap in the face when I realized almost, I, maybe this is a bold statement, but 75% of the revelation we'll receive from God in our lifetime is given to us through the scriptures, his prophets and other, other things like yeah. preach my gospel as a missionary. Mm -hmm. And so I think, Sometimes we, we go searching like this 
I have to use my agency to find this personal revelation to receive it. When actually what we need to be doing is spending time in the scriptures, spending time listening to conference talks and recognize what has God already given us. What has he already answered for us? Mm. Yeah. It, it rings true with the statement that knowledge is power. So as we learn more, Elder Bednar also, we were talking about this a bit earlier, um, and he said that we should be living in the revelation, right? So as we, I completely agree with what's been said, as we learn more, as we become more experienced um, and expand our understanding, then we'll be living in the revelation, which is awesome, yeah. Yeah, because everything you do, you're, you're, you're living and deciding to do things based on the, the knowledge you have of the gospel. So like this is exactly. all one big circle, which I really yeah. love. Yeah. Um, very, very often, we're privileged that Heavenly Father will often confirm thoughts that you're having with feelings of the Holy Ghost, which is what we were talking about earlier when I was kind of having my unpopular opinion moment. Um, you know, you'll feel things like love. You'll feel things like peace that are all fruits of the Spirit, which help and confirm that what you just received really is from the Holy Ghost and it isn't just um, just yourself. Other times, those feelings don't come and they're often a test for us. If, if we have a knowledge of the gospel, then we will know whether they're of God, whether it's from God mm. or not. Sometimes he waits and he won't give you those feelings until afterwards because he expects us to to go ahead, act on it, and then after the fact, we'll feel those feelings and know that it really was from, from God. But I do think a lot of this can be answered in whether it's of God or not. If it's of God, it agrees with the gospel, act on it and you'll find out. If it's not, don't. Yeah, well, I think you've answered uh, my question then, and of course our listeners' question. Uh, thank you. But moving on to question two, uh, it sort of links, there's a couple questions that link uh, it says, how can we listen to guidance slash promptings from the Spirit? And another says, how can we all better live up to the privilege of having the gift of the Spirit? Um, I've got a little something. I've done uh, an H. Oaks uh, from, a, from a talk. Uh, I, I can't actually remember when it was, but he says, um, a member once asked me why it felt so good about, uh, why he felt so good about the talks and music in a sacrament meeting. While a guest he had, he had invited that day apparently experienced no such feeling. This is but one uh, illustration of the contrast between one who has the gift of the Holy Ghost and is in tune with his promptings and one who has not or is not. Um, hmm. Any thoughts on that? I think for, for me that is that, that's perfectly summed up the way he, he stated what it was and how it's, how it's summed up, you know? Hmm. I, like, I, think, I think it comes... Go on, oh, go no, on, no, right? go on, right? Or you. Well, I think it comes down to two main principles, in my opinion, is preparation and expectation. So what are we preparing to expect, if that makes sense? So if we're going to church where we feel the spirit, are we prepared to go and feel the spirit? And is our expectation high enough to recognize? Well, and then this this ties into the second question that you read, Dan, about living up to the living up to the um, privilege. How's it worded? Privilege, yeah. Privilege. Privilege, yeah. And the privilege, let's get that out first, the privilege of, of the Spirit or being a baptized member of the church and having the gift of the Holy Ghost is that it's always going to be with you. So the expectation should be that in any moment you can receive a prompting, a thought, a feeling of the Spirit I think as long as we're prepared and we're expecting... As long as you're worthy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And also on top of that, I'd say, um, as long as you're keeping your side of it right, we promise that the spirit will be with us. If what this is again from Lawrence Corbridge, the way, if we but remember him, to keep his commandments, um, and uh, just an emphasis on the remembering, um, it's a very intentional thing to remember. To remember the life of the Savior, to remember the the deliverance of our fathers, as it's scripturally worded, but that basically means to remember the role that deity has played on your family but more most importantly and above all in your own personal life and your own experiences to remember him um and i think then we are that's how we live up to uh the privilege of having it is by keeping our part of that covenant which is to to to, to remember him and there's been a few things that i've done recently which helped me to remember him. that's all that it's like a double-bladed sword it's like two-edged sword because um to say that we need to remember him it's kind of hard because if you don't remember him you forget and it's really hard to like not forget because it's a really natural thing to do so it, again it all comes down to this like conscious decision to try remember um and sam is is my example in this because he's fantastic at making time outside his busy life to listen to the spirit and to connect with heaven he does that early in the mornings and i found that when i do that when i i'm terrible at it because i'm way much i'm much more a <laughs> Um, a night hour than an early bird and I, I struggle in this aspect of getting up early and making time for it um, but I have found that when I do it when I consciously give time to speak with God and to like not even just like say a prayer but to connect with myself and to connect with uh, heaven um, not in a formal prayer I, I feel and I find the presence of the spirit there and mm. it's invigorating so you're basically saying like when you're seeking for it, you find it. And like Moroni 10, 4, where it says when, like if you ask with a sincere heart and with real intent, that then the Holy Ghost will manifest these things. Like that applies directly to your um, example, Dan, with um, Elder Oaks talking about the two men in the sacred meeting. Mm. If you have a sincere heart and real intent, real intent meaning like you really intend to feel the Holy Ghost, you intend to get something out of that meeting, you're going to. You know where your attention goes, your energy. Sorry, what was it? Where your where your energy goes? No, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Ooh. In any case, that makes what you're sense. focusing on, that's what you're going to get back. And so, with the two men, there's one that's going, "Oh, is this really? Is this really of God? Like, is this God's church? I don't know." And then the other one saying, "This is God's church. Uh, you know, what can I get from this?" They end up with with a lot from it. Yeah, and link to link back to that question. Uh, of of how we we can better live up to the privilege uh, of having having the gift of the of the Holy Ghost. Um, Marion G. Romney says uh, spirit spirituality comes by faith, repentance, baptism, and reception of the Holy Ghost. Uh, one who has the companionship of the Holy Ghost is in harmony with God. He is therefore spiritual. Spirituality is sustained by so living as to keep the, uh, that companionship. Um, so we need to be trying to better ourselves by trying to be more like him and trying to live up to his his standards um and trying to connect ourselves with holy ghost with the holy ghost uh mm. better to keep this to sustain this uh companionship trying can to I connect also, ourselves I, that was good yeah. dan trying to connect you yourself with the holy ghost exactly like mm. actually trying to do it with intent like intentionally trying to do it rather than just going to church hearing it oh that sounds good like i'm sure yeah. i got the holy ghost but if you're actually seeking it yeah yeah because we have the gift but we we we're not given the opportunity to 
well, we're given the opportunity to use it, but we need to use it. That that yeah. gift is something for us to use. It's not for something to just come to us. We need to invite it or have pure intent to use it and to be ready to use it. Boom. I love, I love that. that. Heavenly Father's yeah. not just going to like push spiritual experiences on you. He, he he gives the spiritual experiences to those who are looking for them. So if you have any any questions or that we didn't answer or any thoughts to add on to how we've answered these questions, then just drop us a DM at sons.of.roger and one of us will be sure to answer any questions you have. Yeah. Or just let us privilege. know. Uh, yeah. Most of our listeners are people in person, so you could just speak to us face to face when we see when you as well. So. Perfect. That was that was awesome. That was one of my favorite gospel conversations we've had on the podcast so far. So thanks for yeah. facilitating that. Um, Dan, on to our last segment. I know what I believe, but what do others believe? Do you? Okay. Yeah. That was so, a nice little jingle. Yeah, you, could you get up. inside my conscience? <laughs> of, or, 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 like it was kind of. Sounded that was like a scary place. It's like my. Th- I yeah, don't want to be yeah. in your head. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, a, I'm a, sorry. Sorry to creep you out a little bit. No. So um, this is uh, we we're just going to take a little dive into what maybe some other religions um, believe about uh, the spirit. Um, now, as I was doing this, the spirit, the Holy Spirit especially, is a very I mean, difference it's, it's, between spirit and holy spirit no there's no difference i just that okay. was just my imperfection the holy spirit <laughs> <laughs> the holy spirit is straight up christianity you barely find anything that like about talks about the holy spirit in any other religions really? because it is it's it's a it's a, a key part of, of like of the trinity because yeah. of the trinity the godhead um yeah so i was like okay well i could learn about different religions and maybe compare it to like something that's different but i actually think and i'll be completely honest with you maybe this is a little bit um what's the word controversial Controversial. thank you guys (laughs) but i'll be a bit controversial and say i think that's actually a little bit i'll speak boldly (laughs) as well i think that's actually a little bit of a poisonous attitude to try look at other people's religions and call it what ours is like yeah I don't think we should do that. And so that's not my approach here. So I found um, a little blog post by a Catholic member. And I, I just want to... Just a little so I'm, Yeah, so I'm not going to speak about um, <laughs> Buddhism or Islam or anything like that because this actually isn't really part of their religion. And so then to take something from their religion and make it our religion isn't doesn't sit yeah. right with me. Um, so... In Catholic, in ca- me either. Yeah, good. So in Catholicism, <laughs> in Catholicism, um, obviously the Holy Spirit is a part of the the, the Trinity, right? Yeah. Um, Should be noted that Roger grew up a Catholic. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we've been to, to we've been to Catholic mass many times, and you know, it's a yeah, our family. I, yeah. Yeah. All of well, because of the fact that Dad grew up that. Right, he was raised a Catholic. We've gone to a lot of uh, Catholic masses, and I think I think I speak for all of us. We've got a lot of respect for the Catholics, especially. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm waffling here, but especially the fact that they kept Christianity alive during decades where, yeah, before the the Restoration. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so this blog post um, is is actually really cool. Um, And earlier in the podcast, I said that uh, your comment about the spirit being love 
uh, blew my mind because um, this is a little blog post called like Steps in a Dance. And mm. I guess this shouldn't be taken as official uh, Catholic doctrine. However, it is an opinion uh, and um, an outlook given from one of its members, which I really liked. Um, it says like Steps in a Dance, the Holy Spirit is love, to put things very simply. Um, oh. I know this Love answer it. is cliche and isn't what you're hoping for, so don't fret, there's more. The Holy Spirit is a distinct person of the Holy Trinity who exists as the communication and personification of the mutual, flowing, and never-ending relationship of love and unity between God the Father and God the Son. This is what the Nicene Creed, the one that we say at Mass every Sunday, means when it says the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. This is super cool, but also tempting to think uh, the... Holy Spirit is just love between the Father and Son. Don't forget that the Holy Spirit is a distinct member of the Holy Trinity who has existed for all of eternity and plays a big role in the creation of the universe and bringing about our salvation through Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I love it. So I just want to keep reading because it's so good and then we'll talk just a little bit about it. The coolest yeah. part about all of this is that the Holy Spirit constantly invites us and encourages us to take part in this dance. Think about Jesus' baptism in Matthew. The clouds in the sky open up the Holy Spirit rockets down to descend upon Jesus and a voice booms. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. When we are baptized, the heavens may not open up and God may not announce our identity, but the Holy Spirit does descend upon us and make a home inside our souls and is well pleased with us. Think about how incredible of a gift this is. The creator of the entire universe and everything in it has made a home inside of you. He has made a gift of himself. Jesus promised us no less in John 14, 20. And if the Holy Spirit is inside of us, and if the Holy Spirit is part of the flowing relationship of the Trinity, we suddenly find ourselves swept up in the greatest dance of all time. This love, if we are willing to accept it, slowly changes and transforms our mind and soul to be more aware and accepting of the incredible love of God. What if you can't dance? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the Spirit will dance for you. Um, that is lovely. That That's so incredible. Cool? I, I mean. That. The only thing you'd need to change there is, like, obviously, with our Trinity, we believe that they're distinct person, the personages. Otherwise, that could literally be out of the scriptures right. or out of a general conference talk in, right. in our church. Like, that was lovely. So, um, the, it, what do others believe? Um, they believe, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, exactly the same thing as we mm. believe. In all honesty, there's, not, there's no... Uh, contention or difference really in, in that belief whatsoever and it's just beautiful my mind was open and edified by that um little uh little insight. paragraph that that insight from from that yeah. blog, post, blog post beautiful don't you love don't you love the fact that that's how it can be that it's not it this section be. is, is yeah. what what do others believe it's not let's find the differences it's this similarities that we can connect and feel, yeah feel the spirit speak to us all it's great. It's always meant to be. It was the same last time as well, wasn't it? And I think across yep. all religions, we we feel this love, we feel peace when we connect with God or the higher power or whatever we want to call it, or the many gods in some in some religions. Heavenly Father obviously loves us. He loves his children no matter what they believe, and he wants the best for us. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you very much, boys. Thank you very much to Jack. Brian and Daniel. We have been the Sons of Roger. This is episode five. We love being with you. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>